Welcome back, everybody. Hey, potties. It's number episode... Eight. Eight? Eight's great. It is I don't know great. how we're going to rhyme this when we get into, like, the teens. I don't <laughs> know how we're going to rhyme it, like, next week. <laughs> oh, no, I know uh, next I, week. I, we're I know. <laughs> I know we can do it. I know we can do it. Yeah, but we're going to have in problems. Us. Anyway, <laughs> we are so excited yes. because we have yet another guest and this time it's somebody who is near and dear to our hearts. Very much. We have one of our very lovely BGP board members, Teresa Brown. What's up, Teresa? Hey, thank you so much for the intro. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we could hug you, but they can't hear that. <laughs> they won't hear that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So, all right. We're going to let Teresa tell you about herself, her role in BGP, and what she does, what she does for a living, which is really super cool, and you'll understand why we were so excited to have her on today. Yay. Okay. So for BGP, I am the secretary and the environmental specialist, so my biology, my background is biology and environmental science and education. So I kind of bring the science aspect to the curriculum and to our ideas and then to the actual gardening. Um, mm-hmm. So as far as how I became involved, yeah. did you ask yeah. me that question? Good. So how Go I, for it. <laughs> I became involved because um, we used to live in Glassboro and my children went to Bullock School and that oh. is how I heard of everything and at one point Sonia and I got talking and mm-hmm. then we just decided like we needed Magnetic. to Magnetic. Yes. Your <laughs> souls <touch>. just connected. <laughs> we were just talking about that. A little spark, yes. a little yes. spark happened and we were like, Oh, we're on the same groove. Yes. yes. So yeah. Yeah. So that was yeah, that's how that happened. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um so I've gardened, like gardening has been a little bit of a hobby um, prior to this, but I've learned a lot, like so much since mm-hmm. then, um, especially. Well, I so, with yeah. your major, <laughs> you know, with your major. Yeah. So especially oh, yeah. with like the aspects that Brie, Miss Brie brought oh, in, yeah. um, using, you know, food and landscaping with mm-hmm. foodscape, like that definitely has really yeah. changed the way I think of things in that aspect. And then... Um, you know, my background at school and my current job because my boss is an entomologist and he's like a native, (laughs) and he's a native plant expert. So, um, I really look at things a lot differently now and that's really helped me grow. I feel like, I feel like I have so much more knowledge now and it, you know, I used to look at it with this tiny little window of things and now I just see so many different aspects of gardening. So, well, yeah. go. Let's go back a little bit. Okay. So you talked about your boss, um, entomologist, and native plant expert. Yes. So for our listeners who don't really know, what does that mean? Native. Well, entomologist. We've talked about that study of bugs. Yes. But native plants and yeah, why native plants are important. Talk about it for important. the listeners yes. and for me. And okay. I was going to say because <laughs> somebody over here was looking really interested. Yes. yes. <laughs> so. So I'm still learning. So I've been working with him since October. So I'm still learning. But um, basically, um, plants really kind of, um, I mean, there's also bacteria and other things too. But plants (laughs) really are kind of like the bottom of the ecosystem. Not bottom, but um, they're going to support everything Mm -hmm. above it. So like the base. 
Yes. So, I mean, if you want to be really simplistic about it. So, there's that. And the type of insects that you have in the area, which includes Mm -hmm. pollinators, has a lot to do with the type of plants that are in the area. Mm -hmm. So, they have co-evolved together, like, over millions of years. So, if you don't have native plants in the area and you have a lot of introduced species and invasives, you're not going to have the same biodiversity. And biodiversity is that you have a lot of different types of species and organisms in Mm -hmm. one space. So the more biodiversity you have, um, usually the healthier the system is too. Okay. So that's been a a huge aspect of that. Did I answer all your questions or (laughs) is there something else? No, we'll just keep rolling. We're just going to keep it rolling with this. But that's good. So, you know, it, it is important to have quite a few native species Mm -hmm. in your gardens yes yes and it's not it's not as hard it's getting easier to do because Mm -hmm. there are more places more nurseries that are growing native plants Mm -hmm. um you're not necessarily always going to get that at big chain stores but smaller places do it a lot definitely so like for myself last year i planted a ton of milkweed Mm -hmm. which was swamp milkweed so that was one kind that's native to our area it's not the only milkweed but it's one of them and now i have like so many so many monarchs and all these other insects that come along with the milkweed oh my god they're so cool and they come at different times they all do very specific things and so with native plants when you have plants that are native to your area Mm -hmm. they're easier to take care of because they're made for that area Mm -hmm. um and they you know you can do that in um like pairing with everything else that you're already planting Mm -hmm. so it's not that you know you don't have to exclude either but I definitely, I, I really believe in native plants as well. So that's really important. Yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned milkweed. What else have you planted? Um, so let's see. So I have the swamp milkweed. Did you plant um, okra this year? I she did. and I seed swapped with oh, different yeah, I types of okra. <laughs> I did, but I planted it kind of late. So That's okay. I know with we yeah, there was a lot going on. So um I, so as far as like my my I have areas along my chain link fence mm-hmm. that I basically wanted a little bit of privacy, so I planted milkweed. There's some wild thistle. And there's Mm. some other pollinating wildflowers. And that's mostly what I have along my fence line. But then in my front flower bed, um, that's where I put most of my edibles. So I have uh, corn. I have, what else? In your front yard? Yeah, in my front yard, in my front flower bed. That's totally totally a Brie. That was the thing. I saw Brie (laughs) do it. And I was like, oh my gosh, why have I never put corn in there? Like, why not? And it's really cool because it grows really well. It can handle mm-hmm. the heat as long as you give it some water it's here really and there. It's really pretty. Yes. It's very pretty when it's growing. It looks yes. like, well, it's a grass. It's in mm-hmm. the grass family. Yes. So, especially when you have a bunch of them, they just look like these beautiful ornamental grasses. Yes. And then you see these little, little cornbuds. Yes, exactly. And <laughs> I, I have it clumped in like this big circle. So, it's like yeah. a big oh, ornamental wow. grass little thing. It's really cute. Yeah, we're going to go visit Teresa. <laughs> Uh, what else do I have? I have hot peppers. Hot peppers, which are like, um, there. I can't wait for them. Mm. So I have, yeah, there's peppers on there now. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried Mexican gherkins. Which, oh, cucamelons. Yes, cucamelons. Yes. Oh my gosh, they're the cutest little things ever. Are they, they not adorable? Yeah, so they look like little tiny watermelons, but um, they're like tiny, tiny. Shout out tiny. to the BGP <laughs> Junior so Liam. Cute. 
for introducing me to cucumelons. When he was my student, he brought me this little Tupperware container filled with them. Get out! And I just (laughs) popped them. I was just eating them. And I was like, these are delicious. Oh, my gosh. I get my seeds from Baker Creek. Okay, I think... For those. I I haven't seen them anywhere else. Yeah, I don't remember if I got them there. It's either Baker Creek or whatever we got at the... The PHS thing. Oh, um, for, <laughs> the flower for show for wishing yeah, seeds. I don't remember which one it was, but it's one of them. Oh, but yes. they are delicious. It tastes like a cucumber with a hint of lemon. That's really interesting. And, and they're tiny. It looks like Who's a little watermelon. <laughs> I'll bring you. Well, Teresa, because mine, <laughs> I don't know what happened to them. I don't know if something ate the seeds Uh-oh. or what. Okay. Because yeah. I planted them, and they did not come Well, up. Teresa, my first we have a meeting up. coming up soon. So. <laughs> Friday. That's I only right. have, like, one little fruit. And well, I, I guess you're bringing one for me. <laughs> I'll bring you the one that's ready. <laughs> no, it's and really... she'll, be, she'll be slicing it into all these little slices to share. Yeah, and so that's also my front flower bed. I have a little trellis for it, and it's a vine. So oh, it's wow. just growing up out of... It's great. It's yeah. going wherever it can go. Uh, what else do I have? I have tomatoes. So I started the 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 sour gherkins, or Mexican gherkins, uh-huh. and tomatoes and peppers. I started them all from seed inside in the wintertime. Okay. Um, so I'm very proud of myself because I normally kill, like, most of the things that I seed start. But I finally got it this year. There you year. go. There you go. Um, yeah, which is good. Um, what else? Tomatoes. Um, there's these beautiful beans, beautiful beans mm, that um, they're green and they have red flowers. And the hummingbirds come to the red oh, flowers. Um, oh, they're they're so Sonia, pretty. Sonia has it at the tip of the tongue. <laughs> I don't know which. Because I have them. I have them that, that I don't know which variety. I'm the, the worst. Tent in my yard for the baby. Um, oh yeah. So I mean, they're great. They're beautiful. Show notes. I, I know. know. You're going to think of it as soon as we <laughs> as stop soon as I, 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 I have it at home. And <laughs> Chocolate runner beans. No, that's not what I have. But maybe they both have red flowers. That's okay. That's There's it. a lot to do. Um, now I'm looking. Chocolate runner beans. It's yeah. a lima bean. Okay. And they vine. And they yeah. have these beautiful, like, some are pink, some are red. And the hummingbirds, we've, we've had so many hummingbirds in the yard. Yes, they love they them. They love mm-hmm. them. They absolutely yeah. love so these. so wonderful. It's really beautiful. It's yeah. my first year growing them. So, yeah. But you have to find out what the name of yours yeah, is. Yeah, I will. I definitely have the variety at home. Little trade. Um, yes. <laughs> springtime. What did I do springtime? Springtime, I did kale, which is kind of mm-hmm. still sticking around in my yard. And some lettuce that's like kind of purpley and what else rainbow chard for the first time which didn't get too big but it was really good so i like put it on the salad and that was delicious oh and kohlrabi there's kohlrabi and nesternum that are still they're all kind of in the same area really did you eat the um nesternum um no but i (laughs) i could right yes so you you can eat it you can eat the flour put it in a salad it looks so pretty and then you eat it and it's got this little spicy yeah i have before i have before mary's looking at us like what no it's really good i promise (laughs) i I promise yes <laughs> yes well it's you sometimes actually, i like kale <laughs> i think it's getting she does not like cilantro no I, I don't really care for it either so oh, that's good. okay so you, i know i noticed you didn't, <laughs> Twins. You didn't have that <laughs> in your uh, i didn't garden. plant it i don't care that's for it. good oh basil there's basil because oh, oh, i love basil you'd have to plant yes. basil with every year yes every yeah. year basil. i agree I love yeah. they go hand in hand it does yeah. mm-hmm. it's like it 
it has to go together. Plus, it helps keep away the tomato hornworms. So. Yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's pretty much things. that's pretty much all that I have this year. So that's good. Yeah. So all that's in, all nice. in my front flower bed, and there's mm-hmm. some cone flower that's already there, Aww. and some sedum. So there's you know a little bit both. of flowering happening. That's great. Yeah. You have to take pictures, and then when we do the promo for this, <laughs> yeah. we can put I out agree. a couple okay, pictures. Yeah. And yeah, just okay, say, wonderful. hey, look at the picture first. Then when you listen, it'll make sense. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so, I can point it out. Since you are a BGP board member, mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit about BGP. Yes. Since that's what brings it's us what we together. All love. Yes. <laughs> so, um, I know, I just had to look down. I was like, Mare's wearing her BGP shirt. I am. And I look, I'm, be- and I'm, like, <laughs> I'm wearing Game of Thrones. <laughs> Shout out to um, my cousin, Arya Stark. Um, not today. I have on my Not Today shirt. And, and Teresa's representative. I know. Oh, I got my, I got my Nat Geo shirt on yeah. for my Nat Geo stuff. So yeah. Cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, as far as BGP is concerned, yes. let's talk a little bit about your role in BGP and what you're up to and all the fun stuff that you're doing. Yes. <laughs> so, well, I guess every now and then I'll write something, which is fun. Um, but my focus is definitely on the trying to make sure that we're getting some more science in with the curriculum mm-hmm. to try to, yeah, to add to that. And what else? Um, I mean, the hands-on education is really where my experience is. That's mm-hmm. really Yeah, important. well, we had a convo the other day. Yes, absolutely. Yes, we had Go a huge... Oh, so, <laughs> so, yeah, so, I wasn't part of that convo. <laughs> so experiential learning. So for kids, or anyone really, and I think mm-hmm. one of the reasons I got involved in this at all, not BGP, but experiential mm-hmm. learning is because that's how I learn. I, you know, sometimes school, um, for me as a kid was, you know, I mean, it was fine. I didn't, I didn't get bad grades and I didn't get in trouble, Mm -hmm. but I, I needed something else to remember everything else. And the more I did, the more I understood things. And for me, that helped me so much that once I started realizing like, Hey, there's education Mm -hmm. programs that, you know, you can go and you can be involved and you can do things, mm-hmm. um, then I started volunteering for places that would do that and eventually started working in them. So okay. um, basically, kids or anyone, the more senses that you can involve, um, the better you are going to learn. You're going to experience something. You're going to remember it. It's going to make sense to you. You're going to start with, even if you only have a little bit of understanding, um, you're going to lay the groundwork for more understanding. Mm-hmm. So you basically will build on that scaffold and, yeah, it makes retain. sense. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> retain everything. Yeah. And it, it means something more than just, you know, things that you're Having memorizing. Having someone talk at you for yes. a period of time. Or like you said, just memorizing something. Because yes. when you are actively involved, you are firing off a lot of synapses in your brain. Yes. All at the same time, from all over your brain, as opposed to only reading and you only have one part of your brain working. Or listening to someone speak and you have another section of your brain that's working. But when Mm -hmm. you're actively engaged, you're really pulling all of that in together. Absolutely. And it's very important. So, and I I know, like, Teresa came to the BGP Kids meeting. Mm -hmm. They were so so cute. cute. (laughs) (laughs) They're so cute. You can't say it without going, they're so cute. 
because they're yeah. adorable. Shout out BGP juniors <laughs> and parents for bringing them. I know. Um, but uh, uh, we also had a conversation about something that we want to do. Which? That we would like to do. Ooh. Uh-huh. I want to know. That I told Teresa to run with it. Oh, as far as having a workshop? Yes. Yeah, we want to have a workshop and, you know, teach people how to do things. And, you know, everyone will get their hands dirty. What kind of things? All the things. (laughs) All the things. Well, that's great. Where do I sign up? (laughs) Because I feel like this workshop would benefit me mm -hmm. immensely. Yes. Because, well, and we've we've talked about this before, but... um, I am the social media and communications director for the BGP. Yeah. And there's a lot of times when I look at a picture <laughs> and I say, well, I know who those people are, but I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> or she sent me things. What is this? <laughs> what is this? What's happening What's in this happening picture? What's happening in this picture? I'm like, oh, they're direct sewing. They're doing this. Uh-huh. They're doing that. Right. Oh, that's this plant. That is this. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I feel like I'm learning right alongside yes. everybody else. And sometimes yeah. um, I need that extra little nudge yeah. in the right direction yeah. so I think that that would that sounds perfect right yes. especially with our workshops the free workshops that we've been doing with Mosaic yes. Family Success Center since they've been going really well we talked about being able to do some type of larger scale workshop since we are housed over at the South Jersey Tech Center yes and oh, yeah. hosting it there. Yeah, hosting it there because mm-hmm. then you can have so big, a lot space. more people. Yeah, it's yes. so big. You can have a lot more space, a uh, lot I more space for activities. love that idea. Yeah. So, you know, I am a little bogged down. Yes. <laughs> so who else to pass it on to but our environmental specialist mm. who can really look at uh, some of just some topics that, could be interesting so any of our listeners i don't care if you're in the area or not wherever you are what would be some things that you would like to learn about i mean help us out and um by the time we do this it'll be what's late fall or mid fall maybe mid fall by the time we get it started and i know a lot of people think that oh in the fall you don't garden you're not thinking about gardening yeah, you are. <laughs> you you are. Like, right. October, I know I'm starting to plan ahead. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this would be a perfect time for some people to come and just learn about uh, what we're doing and what they can do, how they can garden at home or yeah, whatever. Absolutely. And especially, you know, native plants, yes. keeping it Jersey fresh. Um, rain gardens, yes. you know, those are things that Teresa has expertise in. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's so many different things that you can do to, um, enhance, I mean, you can literally enhance your property value mm-hmm. by, um, beautifying Definitely. it, or if you have water problems, or if you just don't want to mow as much as you do, because I don't know anyone that enjoys <laughs> mowing, I don't know one person, so I'm a big fan of if there's other areas that you can turn into a garden, or mm-hmm. create a meadow, or, you know, plant some native plants, um, that would be wonderful, because it's just, it's prettier anyway. Especially <laughs> the meadow part. When I was in Wisconsin a few weeks ago, front yards, 
Mm-hmm. And, like, just the residents, these front yards that were, like, wild meadows. Mm-hmm. And I mean small spaces, not mm-hmm. large, giant, opulent yards. These small yards in neighborhoods yeah. that were just full of wildflowers. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah. It, not only is it beautiful, but it is also so Oh my gosh. Yeah. So you're you're creating a lot of habitat, especially right now, Mm -hmm. like in the US on the East Coast, if you're planting something that's considered um, like a meadow, any kind of meadow species, um, we don't have as many meadows as we used to. So you are making amazing habitat and you'd be surprised at how many things, even if you only have, say, um, say you took like a little like two by 10 little Mm -hmm. plot and grew milkweed or some other flowers, you're going to get a ton of wildlife in that tiny little spot. Mm. So it's really, every little thing makes a huge effort. Did you all see my hawk that I posted (laughs) on? (laughs) Yeah, on Instagram yesterday. You'll have to look on there. Um, I don't have a clue. But it's so funny because um, (laughs) we had hawk. And it was on my Instagram stories, and um, it was no joke, and the little birds were having a little bit of a hissy fit, because they were a little worried, I think. I mean, I don't speak bird, but this is what I was getting from them. Um, Well, my, my backyard, you know, we have a pool back there, but surrounding the entire pool is all um plants yes and you've got your own habitat we do have a little habitat going on back there and i was just we we looked over on our shed and there was this hawk perched on there and he was looking for something you could that or she i don't know um (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i will definitely have to show you that video and maybe i can download it and share it on uh block garden projects that would be really cool Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. because i would like they're huge yeah it was really impressive yes but they're they are so beautiful we definitely Mm -hmm. have a habitat going on back there i (laughs) absolutely i love when they're flying over my house a lot of times, you know, I guess because we have woods behind us and mm-hmm. whatnot, and there's land, you know, of course the hawks are hunting. Mm-hmm. But you can watch the squirrels, <laughs> like, peeking. It's almost like they're they're under the, the shade of the tree, and they're peeking out like, can I Is run? it safe? <laughs> yeah, is it Not safe? safe so... Thankfully, I haven't seen any, you know, hawks pick anything off. They but... can take my squirrels. They can come to my yard. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. I, that sounds mean, but the squirrels, the squirrels really mess up my garden. I'm not anti-squirrel. I don't want to think They do, that, but, but really, I throw really out love some, the hawks. throw some cayenne around there, around yes. your garden, miss. Come yeah. on. I Get know. some cayenne out there. I know. Because... You know, otherwise the squirrels will (laughs) run away with your seeds. Yeah, there's some natural ways to Mm -hmm. try and deter. This is true. This is true. Squirrels and bunnies and all those Take your bushy tail and go somewhere else. (laughs) Go eat somebody else's vegetables. (laughs) Someone doesn't care so much. I don't don't know. know If you're you're planting vegetables, I'm guessing you care. Right? Well, I'm just thinking, go Mm -hmm. to someone else's yard that maybe didn't plant them. They just naturally appeared. They just, you know, (laughs) just somewhere else. Go to a field somewhere that's just natural and stop digging up my seeds. There you go. (laughs) There you go. That made no sense, but. (laughs) I was rolling with it for you on your, I was going with it. I know, I know. You're my ride die. Yes. (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. So Teresa, what's mm-hmm. next for you? What like what do you have envisioned for like the next like three months, six months? Oh uh, well, um, I didn't talk too much about my other job. About no, I know oh, she hasn't talked I know, about that it at one all. Thing. I knew. I'm like I'm sitting here. I'm like I know I didn't touch on everything because I also want to talk yes, to you about yeah. GOB. Okay. Yeah, so. Sure. Um, yeah, let's, sure. let's so, get in all the things. So, um, I work, I work at, <laughs> I work at, with Rowan and I work at Scotland Rum Park and my title is field technician, but I'm also the volunteer coordinator. So what, the, go back, field technician. <laughs> field technician. What is that supposed to, um, to be? Well, it's supposed to mean that like I can do things in the field as mm-hmm. far as research and the environment and that okay. I'm just the one that. I'm like the go-to, okay. um, but yeah, I mostly do environmental education, and my boss and I work together to create all the programming, and we've come up with some really cool games to get the kids involved in, you know, understanding some really complicated processes. So you have kids that <laughs> come really to, yes. to where you work? Yes, so um, we're a county park, and... Mm-hmm. Basically, schools will come and they'll do their school trips with us. Oh. So they'll get to use the nets and see what's in the lake, or we go for a walk on the trail. Oh, um, they get to use We'll the do nets little scavenger hunts for the real young kids. There's a lot, and they, I mean, they're amazed at what we find. So. How about during the summer? You have programs? Yes, so during the summer, we have a decent amount of events. So we had a big bio blitz, which was awesome. Right. And it was so hot, and we had thunderstorms, so our turnout wasn't as much as we thought it would be because so many people knew we were going to get crazy what thunderstorms. What is the BioBlitz? A BioBlitz. Um, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like a song in my head yeah. right now, like about ballroom blitz, and oh. I know that that's not right. Close, 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 close. Same exact yeah. thing here. Same exact thing. So a bio blitz, there's a lot of different ways you can do it, um, but you can you can do it at your school too. It could be really small, okay. but you basically are trying to find all of the organisms in the area over 24 hours. So you have 24 hours, and you f- see what you can find during that whole entire time. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait, do you have like a list? Yeah, you make a list. You write it oh, down. Oh, you make a list. Yeah, you write down what you find. Or you take photos. There's this wonderful Do app. Do you camp out? Well, you we would have if it wasn't thunderstorming. Thunder so <laughs> it's like a scavenger hunt. Like kind a nature of. scavenger hunt. nature scavenger hunt for kind 24 of, but hours. Yes, yes. But you... I mean, it's kind of like a scavenger hunt, but here's the thing. So you don't always know. So we had lists of organisms and species that we mm-hmm. knew the state of New Jersey had found. Um, but then we also found some things that they hadn't found yet. So, um, and then you can also sometimes find animals that maybe are kind of out of their range. So you could find things that weren't found in that area before. Um, you could find something that's rare. It's possible. So, yeah, <laughs> like an otter. Wait, did I tell you about the otter? You did I tell me about the otter. otter. That's I fun. thought you were just pulling an otter out of no, no. no. Oh my gosh. otter, and it made so, me want to go there so to I see could. The otter. Oh, yes. So, oh. otters. So, aside from them being like adorable, so North American otters. They're, they're water puppies. Oh, yeah. Oh. So, they're, so they're actually. so. 
that species is doing better in the mm-hmm. states. So their their numbers are increasing. They're spotted more frequently. They're very elusive. So if you see one, you're considered lucky. Wow. Um, but they're lucky? still they're still an animal that like is allowed to be hunted and trapped. They're they're still allowed. I know you can take that up with someone. Yeah. I'm. Why? You know. Why? Because they're not Ugh. considered. They're not considered endangered or anything. So they're still on the list. So they're still. I don't know if it's a regular season. But there's shocking to me. Oh, there's a lot of animals that yeah in the state you're still allowed to yeah yeah. So I mean you know that's that's another that's another another, that is a totally Totally different different. podcast. But yes, I'm I'm almost positive that I saw one um, last week at work. So, but I didn't get a photo. Um, because I was so shocked, and I had my one of my interns. We were going out to do something else, and I was like, <gasps> I was like, oh my gosh! And by the time I remembered that I had my phone in my pocket, it was too far away, and I tried to like go and find it, and could not find it. Like disappeared. Yes, she was so, telling us the story about how she went tramping oh my through gosh. the woods. Yes, to look for for this otter, elusive otter. It had like it had to have been. There is nothing else it could have been. I'm like. I'm so sure. But if we find one, because I know they've been spotted nearby, um, and I know that there had been one spotted at the park like three years prior. Mm -hmm. So we just, um, yeah, we're going to start looking at our trail cams and maybe put up a couple other cameras on our trail to see what animals go by when we're not there. Because there's a lot of animals that are there that oh don't want to be there. So during the so, bio blitz. Okay, so bio blitz, yes. So during the bio blitz, there's someone that had seen the wild elusive otter. <laughs> yes. Then they could have written yeah. that down. Yes. That down. <laughs> yes. So you always, I mean, it's it's better. Like if you can get a photo, then yeah. that's awesome. Especially something that's a little bit more rare. They're not considered rare in the state. But like I said, it's considered lucky. Why? I know. I know. I've only seen an otter at the zoo. I know. They're Why like are they favorite. not considered rare in the state? I don't and where do we need game. to go to find where they are in abundance <laughs> and swim with them? Well, they like water, so so water's a good. There's know. a lot of water around <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, we know. Usually, where there's water, you you'll probably find them. All right, Clean so water. so for local people, yes. look up the Gloucester County Park System online. Mm-hmm. You can go right online, look it up, find the parks that have water sources. <laughs> yeah, I'll see you there. We're gonna go find these otters. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Look, just bring something that you can jump in the water with. I heard they like to swim and hold hands. <laughs> the I, otter. I will totally hold hands with it, an otter. It's not gonna hold your hand. I'm sorry. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just gonna like. Have you that? not seen they, me? They they have, I sharp, think it they have would... sharp teeth. They they eat <laughs> shellfish. They eat shellfish. Um, Teresa, so, and, like, and bears don't want their bellies scratched. Come on. <laughs> Me out in the woods with bears and otters? Oh my That's gosh. a dream. I think because I think with bears, if you just do this motion, like this scratching up and down motion, I think a bear will open up because it's going to want you to scratch its belly. Oh, I don't think you should try it. I love nature, but uh, I, like, I like to watch it. I'm not going to. So yeah. I think the same with an otter can probably... I mean, like the hand squeezy, like let's hold hands, <laughs> and and, I, I and we will just swim backwards <laughs> on our backs and just paddle around the pond. 
Yeah, I'm just saying. Teresa, yeah. not suggesting. No, no. <laughs> I, I don't recommend. And anything, anybody listening right now. Yeah, I don't recommend don't that. Don't do what not she's at all. saying. You don't want to harass the wildlife. You can get in trouble for that. And, no, I would not want to touch them. Yes. I would just want to you know, and capture them with my phone. Any, Yeah, anything with a mouth can bite. Just remember, anything with a mouth can bite. So, uh, I yeah, I can too. Yeah. So all right, bite so, back. So let's see. I'm trying to hold your hand and swing. Bio blitz. We're I know we were talking about, about the bio blitz and just got so yeah. So it was pretty. It was pretty cool because we had some like scientists and experts come out. It was really that's really yes, cool. really amazing. Um, and we just had so we also do events. We'll go back to that. Yeah. Okay. So we just had our moth night. So we set up oh, light right. traps, which it's cool. You have special lights you put up, and then it attracts all kinds of moths and other things. And you wouldn't believe, I mean, New Jersey has, like, we have beautiful moths. So we do have, we have I've seen a few that are beautiful. beautiful you, oh, yeah, I didn't post too many yet. There's, they're just so pretty. Hummingbird moth? Mm-hmm. Yes. My Different fave. Sphinx moths, yes. We have tons. Yeah. Uh, we have mayor's tons. over there like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Yes. I'll show you when we're finished. I'll show you a picture. Okay. Because we had some in Balak Garden. Yes. Oh. Yeah, they're beautiful. They're yes. beautiful. Really interesting. So let's see. We had that event, that event, and then what else do I do? I also do summer camp. So we've had two weeks of summer camp, which is oh. amazing. I love doing summer camp with kids. And then this week we have bug camp. With Dr. Dan, and that's that's fun. I know, so I know he's the expert, so he that's literally, cool. he can pick, the kids can find something, they'll be like, mm-hmm. what is this? And in 90% of the time, if he doesn't know exactly what he is, what it is, he knows, like, the family that it's involved in. So... It's, what an experience for amazing. the kids. Oh, it's amazing. It's oh, amazing. Wow. So what ages are the campers... So this week we are first grade through sixth grade. Um, the other weeks we had first and second, then mm-hmm. third and fourth. Um, next week we have fifth through eighth grade, and that's okay. our junior scientist week. So we have a lot of professors and scientists from Roan University cool coming to camp to do things, actual science. Um, and oh, we have like cute. students that are researchers that are also wow. coming as well. So we're really bringing a lot of things into that. Kudos to Rowan for yes. doing stuff yeah. like that. Really inspiring this next generation yes. of environmentalists. Yeah. How, yes. how large are the camp groups usually? So we cap it at 20 because okay. we, you know, um, for our situation and our little nature center, that's mm-hmm. our best option. If we had a bigger yeah. place, we could do bigger groups and, Aww. you know, at least for summer camp. Um, our school groups are bigger, but it's mm-hmm. also, like, mostly outside. So it's right. a little bit different. We kind of put them in shifts. So, um, yeah. And then we have, yeah, we have, like, one more camp week after that. So it's wow. so much fun. And we've been dealing really well with the heat because it's usually a little bit cooler in the woods. With a tree Very true. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. And you're by the lake. So yes. You have that breeze yes. that helps cool down the humid That's air. Very yes. important. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And, you know, the nature center is nice and air conditioned, so we can go pop in there and cool off for oh a little bit. Gosh. So it works. Yes. Well, we'll definitely make sure we put a link to the Gloucester County Park System okay. mm-hmm. in uh, the notes for this mm-hmm. episode. But this is amazing. Oh, what wait, before oh. we even wrap up. GOB. Oh, GOB. Okay. Because I knew about this last year you were involved in it, and I thought it was such a cool idea for kids to be involved in the GOB. Yeah, so... Geo as in 
geography, yes, geography. and B as in like a like, spelling bee, yeah. it's a G-O-B. Yeah, just, exactly. Just so people aren't thinking we're saying the letters G-O-B. G-O-B. <laughs> yes. Like Job from... I feel like there's a song. Yeah, Arrested Cutting. Development. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. I was... Oh, gosh. Okay. So, so tell yes. us. Yes. All right. So National Geographic puts on a geography bee in elementary school, so fourth grade through eighth grade. And basically, um, you can, teachers can be a representative and they can actually have their own geography club and they can, you know, help kids learn different aspects of geography. And National Geographic has it on their website. If you go to Netgeo's website, there's a lot of things you can actually do these little quizzes and stuff online and learn um, the types of questions that they would ask in a geography bay. So um, for three years, I have been involved in the New Jersey GOB. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's amazing. It's amazing how much knowledge these children have. Um, I mean, they, does it just cover New Jersey geography or it's just world, geography in general? It's oh, wow. world geography. Mm-hmm. And it's not like just like, oh, where is XYZ? You know, mm-hmm. it's a lot of questions about the culture about the environment. Um, so usually the questions and as they get, um, as they get more involved mm-hmm. or as they go along, as um, they progress. In yes. Life. Thank you. Yeah. So they, they start. So with the New Jersey geography bee, we had like a little over a hundred children and then they narrow oh. that down to one, but wow. we, at one point we have 10 finalists and you just keep narrowing it down as they just like, so like, the yes. questions so progressively get right. harder. Yes. So they, yes. Where you might start with like New Jersey questions or something like mm-hmm pretty basic then Mm -hmm. it becomes more broad yes wow so then the questions have a few different parts that you need to know a lot about the world to be able and you need to be aware of current events to do well wow and i'm thinking it's just like asking about rivers like where do you find the mississippi river oh no (laughs) natio does a great job of really incorporating very current things and they update things and it's it's been wonderful yes we'll have to link that too in the show notes um in case anybody wants to check that out where was where was the gob this past year the last three years was at rowan university it's at rowan yes Oh, so we have to definitely keep an eye on this one. Yes. And maybe attend it. Maybe we can do some live streaming. You should. It It would be, you, oh my gosh, it, I've, I've never been so humbled than sitting there <laughs> listening to these fourth through eighth graders. I have no oh problem with it because, oh, they're, man, they're I know that they, yeah, yeah these kids could yeah. probably blow us out of the water. With, Absolutely. With what they know. That speaking from experience. Incredible. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's a lot of what I've done with that. Teresa, you're so involved. She's a little superhero. We didn't even realize everything Teresa was doing. That's really fantastic. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. So, you guys, please look out for more blogs coming from Teresa. We'd love to have her back on the podcast. I mean, hello. It's the BGP studio. (laughs) And, you know, just everything. We'll just be uh, promoting what she's Mm -hmm. doing. So, Teresa, tell everyone 
where they can find you online, like if they want to follow you on oh, social media. Oh, okay. Yeah, they can anything follow. Anything like that. So my Instagram is Ms. Green Jeans, and it's Ms. underscore Green underscore G-E-N-E-S. So it's I love it. I know. I love the play on words <laughs> <I> there. <laughs> Thanks. So it's a lot of nature stuff. Every now it's, and then there's other things. beautiful. Lots and lots of nature stuff because it makes me happy and BGK. Right. Um, so and yeah, that's Teresa, the best place. you're an amazing photographer. Thank you. Yes. Which a lot of people might not, if they know you, they might not know this. Yes. But her <laughs> photos are beautiful. So it's please true. go look at <laughs> Teresa's account on Instagram, yes. Ms. Green Jeans. And um, thank and you then so much. Anyone, yeah. if this workshop or that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stay so posted. Definitely. If there's things that you guys are interested in learning about as far as gardening, then we, yes. you know. Um, let us know because then we can ponder and figure out, you know, how to help you guys out. Yeah. So, like I said, right. we want to target this for September, like the end of September. The kids mm-hmm. are back in school. The grown-ups can, you know, mm-hmm. take a couple hours and Do go learn about mm-hmm. you know, your winter garden or gardening yes. indoors or... I don't. We will do winter gardening. We'll save it for yeah, winter. But yeah, yeah absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. All right. Well, thank you again, thank everyone. You. Thank, thank you, Teresa. We love you too. <laughs> All right, potties. We'll check it. I know. I I, I like to say yeah. it and just watch Mare's face. She's look. She's looking at me right now. Like I, I cannot can't. believe you're gonna stick with potties. Uh, again. I know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Love you guys. We love you. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much to Teresa for chatting with us. Yes. It's so interesting. Um, You can all see why she is our environmental specialist. Yes. And I'm really looking forward to chatting more with BGP members. Hello. Who's going to be the next BGP member? Mm, I I don't know. I don't know. You know how you can find out? Follow Bullock Garden Project on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And also you can like and subscribe to our podcast Hello. now. Everywhere. 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 Wherever you're listening to this right now, just hit that subscribe. little subscribe button so you know when yes. our next one comes out. And I promise you, it'll be soon. It'll be really soon. And we'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. Bye. Keep growing.